Hey guys, it's Erin Renee, and you are listening to Rooted in Kindness, a vegan podcast that is centered around inclusiveness and consideration for others. Here, we believe that the future is vegan, the time is now, and above all else, you should root yourself in kindness. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's your girl, Erin Renee, and today I just want to give a huge shout out <laughs> to social media. Um, I'm not even joking right now. I am so serious. I feel like social media has been such a great tool, especially recently um, with everything that's going on. It's been just such a, such a great way to connect with people and to stay in communication with others and to like get out of that feeling of loneliness and just feel like you're able to socialize with people even though you're not. Um, and so I think it's really cool that it does that. So shout out to Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all those awesome things, Twitter. Um, if you're not following the Rooted in Kindness Instagram, make sure you guys are following that. It's R-T-D-I-N-K. Um, we try to post updates on the podcast and try to share some cool stuff. So make sure you follow us and share with your friends. Um, but one other thing that Instagram does that I think is really cool is it um, has the tool to gather data and feedback and opinions and all those things from followers. And I think it's really cool because like typically where you would go out and survey people, now you can just do it through your phone. So what I did was a few months ago, I took to my personal Instagram page and I asked a question um, and just like a little bit of history on my Instagram. Um, Most of my followers are not vegan. Um, Actually, I probably have like two real life vegan friends, um, which is really sad actually. And my vegan circle probably should be a little bit bigger than that. So if you do live in the South Florida area and you need a vegan friend, I'm here for you guys. Um, But yeah, so my followers are typically like just people that I've met through school or from work or just along the way of life. Um, So a lot of them don't, don't follow because they're vegan. And so when I do post things about veganism and stuff, I'm pretty sure I get like a couple eye rolls or like people that are like, really this girl with her vegan stuff again? And they're like skipping through my stories. But what happens is when I post pictures and I post things about like my family or funny memes or whatever, I get a lot more reactions. So I wanted to ask this question, um, but I wanted to I wanted to get responses. And I knew that if I didn't ask it in a certain way, then I wouldn't get any. And so I I don't agree with this anymore now that I'm looking back at it. But um, I asked the question in a more provoking way, more aggressive way than I typically would. Um, so it was a little bit out of character for me. But I did get responses from it. So, I mean, I'm not going to say I regret it, but I don't, I wouldn't do it again because it wasn't, it just wasn't, it just wasn't me. Um, But what I asked was, why aren't you vegan? So I'm sure you guys can understand, like this was probably a question that had a lot of people thinking and opinions came flying at me. So yeah, a lot of people wrote in and and explained why they're not vegan. Um, And I think if I would have said it like, you know, what's stopping you from going vegan or um, what's getting in the way of you being vegan, then people wouldn't have taken it. um, It wouldn't have looked at it as strongly and they probably wouldn't have responded because I think in their head they would have just been like, I'm not trying to go vegan. But if I said, why aren't you vegan? Then it kind of like 
I think people felt like they were attacked and they needed to defend themselves. And so I got a lot of responses. So like I said, not the best strategy I could have used, but I did get responses from it. Um, And so what I'm going to do today and probably next week is I'm going to go through and I'm going to answer some of these questions. Um, And what I want to say beforehand, because I recorded this podcast earlier and I accidentally deleted it. So I've already done this, but I know I got pretty fired up um, on the last take of this. So I do want to make a disclaimer and I'm not here to judge anybody. Um, remember guys, this podcast is all from love. Like this comes from love and, and, um, care for you guys. And, and if I do get passionate or I do get a little bit, um, fired up, I guess I'll say about this stuff. It's just because I'm, I'm very passionate about it and I care a lot about you guys and your well being, And, um, and, and I just want to see the best for you guys. So I'm not here to like judge anybody. I'm not here to, um, offend anybody or anything like that. So please don't take anything I say to heart or feel like I'm looking down on you guys or I'm like, you know, anything like that. Um, just know it's coming from a place of love and, and that's all it is. So, um, yeah, let's just jump to the first question. So, or the first response. So the majority of the responses that I received were just basically like, I can't live without meat or I love cheese too much, or I enjoy dairy, I can never give it up. Um, It's funny because I actually had this conversation with Raul today. And for those of you that have been listening, um, he went vegan for a month, and he's typically a meat eater, so that's pretty big for him. And what he told me was, yeah, no, it's doable, but I just don't I just don't want to like I just I just like to eat meat. I don't want to stop eating meat. And I got so like just like our discussion was just so like not heated, but I was like, "But why? Like what is it about meat that makes you just want to eat it?" And he's like, "I just like it. I just like it." And he was laughing at me because he's like, "You're so passionate about this. Like why, you know, he's like, "I love it, but you're just so passionate." And I and I told him, "Yeah, because like I care about you and I care about your well-being and I don't want you putting this stuff in your body. And I feel like with him, at least, he didn't go through and like um, do like the typical things that most people do when they first go vegan, which is like looking up um, like reasons why and finding out more about like the health concerns and the environment concerns and stuff like that. Um, He just kind of like ate the meals I gave him. Um, Not to downplay his journey because he did great. But he just didn't do like what a typical person would do when they go vegan. Usually people are curious about the side effects of it and like what it does and how it benefits our planet and stuff. Um, And he didn't really do that. So he didn't he didn't like learn too much from it, from that part of it. Um, It's just he just found out like through his body, like what it could have done. So I feel like for him, he's still not fully aware of like the benefits of it. Um to the extent that most vegans know. So I just want you guys to know, like, even if you feel like you can't give it up, it's not that you can't, it's that you choose not to. And if you listen to last week's episode, I talked about my struggles with giving up cheese and giving up desserts that contained um, like dairy and eggs and stuff. And it was hard for me until I took it and I thought about it in a way that made me feel like I had more power over it than it had over me. Um, And it has to do a lot with discipline and being able to be self-disciplined and to understand that this isn't just about you. It's not just about your desires for food or your desires for the taste or whatever. It's bigger than that. 
Um, because when you consume meat, you're affecting so much more than just your own body and it's harming your body. And the thing is that I understand about a lot of people is that they don't know that like people, this is another thing that he mentioned that I thought was pretty, pretty interesting. And I don't want you guys to take offense to it, but he asked the question, um, like, do I feel like I'm brainwashed? He's like, do you feel like you're brainwashed from all this because you're just so passionate about it? And, you know, and I said, no, I don't feel like I'm brainwashed. I feel like society has been brainwashed to think that consuming meat and consuming dairy and all that stuff, that it's normal or it's good for you. I feel like we've been brainwashed to think that because majority of society believes it. And it's so crazy to think that the norm of, you know, the norm is to eat these things and that it's odd for people to consume vegetables as like a, as a meal. Like that's crazy to me to think that that has to, that's strange to people consuming vegetables and whole grains and stuff is odd and unhealthy in people's heads. So I'm like, no, there's no way I'm brainwashed. Like you guys are brainwashed. No, it's not. And it's just, it's just a question. And I think it's pretty interesting to think about, but anyways, so there's that. And, and like I said last week about the whole discipline thing, you have to put other things before yourself sometimes. And when it comes to those flavors and stuff, I completely get it. Like I've had people before that have been ignorant and put food, like put meat in my face and they're like, oh, does this gross you out? And I'm like, no, it doesn't gross me out. Like I actually enjoyed meat when I, when I was eating it, I just choose not to do it because, you know, I know it's, it's, there's a better reason for me not to, like it's, there's more beneficial for me not to consume it. And, and I think that's where people need to get is that level, um, of understanding to be able to stop doing it. But I think that the world has not been educated enough on the benefits of being vegan and how it's affecting our world and how damaging to the world, to our bodies, to the economy even, um, meat can be. So I think once people get that, then I think people will hopefully turn away from eating meat. And that's one thing that I just think that people should really try and do some research on. Um, but again, it's just kind of like one of those things where if you're not ready for it, you won't like you, you have to, you have to be ready to, to be committed to stop doing it before you actually do that research. Cause once you find out, then there's no turning back. You can't erase what you know, you know? So once you do that research, you're going to find out some things and you're going to be grossed out and you're going to be shocked. And, and then it may cause you to, to turn back, um, away from me. And so you have to be ready for that. Um, the second thing that I got, the second question that came up pretty often was, um, a very popular vegan question. I like this question. Um, a lot of vegans don't like it. They get annoyed with it, I think, but I actually like answering this question. I think it brings out a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, opportunity for education, but it's the protein question. Um, this is one specific one. I like the way they asked it, but they put, honestly, I know there's protein in beans and stuff, but I work out and I need more for recovery. Um, and so my first thing that I would ask to that is what is protein? Because I think a lot of times when people bring up protein, especially when in regards to like being vegan, um, people ask all the time, like, well, where are you getting your protein from? And the first thing I ask them is like, well, what is protein? And people aren't typically able to answer that. Like that's, it's not, it's not a well-known, 
thing. People know the word. They just don't know what it means. And I'm like, wait, why are you asking about something you don't know about? You know, it's, it's funny, but, but that's just the way society is. And that's another reason why I feel like we've been brainwashed because we associate protein to these meaty animals and that's not even where it comes from. So it's just crazy. But basically protein is just like a strand of amino acids that our body needs. And this person was absolutely right in saying that they need more um, if they work out because when you work out, you, do, you definitely need it for um, for your muscles to, to recover. Um, so on average, like a person who doesn't typically work out, they need about 56 grams of protein, right? Um, and that's per day. So here's the thing. All protein is initially made from plants. And so I don't know where the association between protein and animals came from. I, I don't know. But the thing with that is like any animal that has protein, it's just recycled plant protein. Like they ate the plant and then you consuming the animal is just you're consuming what they ate and you're getting the protein from what they ate. So whenever people are like, oh, but where do you get your protein from? I'm like, the same place that your protein got it from, the plants. Because all plant cells contain protein. Um, and and yeah, and that's where animals eat plants and that's where you get it from. So there are certain types of plants that you can eat that are more concentrated than others. Um, so if you're looking for like higher amounts of protein, then you're going to look towards grains like wheat, um, like rice, corn, legumes, which are your beans, your peas, lentils, stuff like that. Um, nuts also have a lot of protein, but they also are high in fat. So you have to be careful with that, like depending on, um, you know, like your nutrition, like what you want to do. If you want something that's high in fat, then go for it. But typically we try to stay away from fat. Um, so just be careful in like the amount that you consume. Um, there's also some that are more diluted because they have a higher amount of water, and those are your griefy lean vegetables or your root veggies. And yeah, so those ones, um, like for example, broccoli. Let's say you just spent your entire day eating broccoli for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and that was it. That's all you had. If that's all you ate all day long, you would get about 147 grams of broccoli in that day. And you only need 50. So you're getting about three times the amount. And the same thing with lentils. If that's all you ate all day long, you would be getting 156 per day. So again, it's another like three times the amount, a little bit more than that. But you don't need an animal in order to give you the protein that you need. Now, there is this thing like you're you're not going to get the appropriate amount, amounts if all you're eating all day long is broccoli. Like you need to make sure you're combining those different types of food groups. So you need to be eating grains. You need to be eating legumes. You need to be eating um, green leafy vegetables and root vegetables to be able to get the right combination of amino acids that you need um so that's really important especially that's with anything like with any health you can't just eat like broccoli all day long although broccoli is good for you it's not the only necessary thing it's not going to give you every vitamin that you need so you have to make sure you're mixing and um, combining your foods um athletes definitely need more protein than the typical average american average person sorry not american um average person but like I said, they don't need it from animals. In fact, Dr. Milton Mills, um, he explains that animal protein can actually damage the body. It can hurt the kidneys, blood vessels, and it can also be linked to various types of cancer. So just be very careful in what you're consuming, especially if you're an athlete. An athlete, um, 
you don't want to clog your your blood vessels and clog you know those things with all the the meat that you're eating when you're putting in all that good work and you're probably eating pretty healthy as it is so just be careful with that um and if you are an athlete and you are looking to go vegan there is an awesome documentary called um the game changer i think it's the game changer um and it's on netflix and the game changers it's really good. I watched it. It has a couple athletes on there from different types of sports and they talk about being vegan and stuff and it's really cool. Um, very interesting. So definitely check that one out. The last thing that I want to talk about is the third topic. Now this one came from a person who was not happy about my question, um, but I liked the question because I didn't know the answer to it. So I don't have the the original question, but I remember this specifically because I had to reach out to some vegan friends um, that I met online and I had to ask the question on there because I was confused. So he mentioned something about um, how he would never partake in a diet that requires him to um, supplement with like pills and vitamins and things like that because it's not healthy? Why would I, you know, do that to my body? And I was really confused, honestly, because I was like, wait a minute, are we supposed to be taking supplements? Because I wasn't. So at the time I was like, wait a minute, am I doing something wrong here? Because I wasn't aware of that. And so I reached out to some people in the vegan community and asked like, hey, are we supposed to be taking some supplements or something? Like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. And they explained it very nice and kind of said like you know um basically like if you're not like i just said with the protein if you're not consuming the right proper diet then you're gonna have to take supplements but that's with any any person like it doesn't matter if you eat meat or not or if you eat only plants or not if you don't have the proper diet you're gonna your body's not getting the necessary vitamins it needs and so you're going to have to supplement like if you're eating mcdonald's every single day and that's all you eat all day long, every single day, your body is is um, deprived of those ne- of those nutrients that it needs. So you would have to take a supplement regardless. But if you're vegan and all you're eating all day long is broccoli, then yeah, you're going to definitely need to supplement. Um, and one other thing too that, because he was saying like he wouldn't want to put these toxins in his body. But I think it's really interesting to say that because meat nowadays is like injected with all of these things and it's just it's gross to me because like so they put they put like hormones um they inject like chicken with salt water which increases the level of sodium that goes into your um into your body um they even dip them in like chlorine baths and um they give them antibiotics to kill off bacteria it's just so many things that they're putting in the meat and you're consuming that it's it's pretty gross and if you looked up like what's injected in animals and you see it's it's really disgusting but it's just interesting that he mentioned that because him talking about like toxins going into your body and i'm looking at that i'm like wait a minute but you're eating meat and you're consuming more toxins than what i am um you know anyways but so some of the things that we would have to take let's say we're not so if we not if we're not eating a proper diet, we would definitely need to take like maybe a daily vitamin. Um, and they do make vegan ones for us that don't have the gelatin in it. 
um, if you're like me and like the gummy vitamins, because <laughs> I'm almost 30 and I love chewing on gummy stuff. But um, but also one thing that we definitely need to consider also is um, it's B12. And this is something that both meat and plant eaters need. Um, but the funny thing is, is it doesn't come from either of those sources. It comes from bacteria. So we can't consume it by just either of those things. Um, and the theory is actually that back before like modern hygienic measures, um, we would consume it from like bacteria from the soil. So like before we were able to wash our produce and things like that, we would, we would get bacteria from the soil. Um, or even like before we were able to clean our bodies properly, um, we could get it from like our fingers or like touching our mouths or things like that. And the other funny part about it, not funny, but just interesting is that we only need about 2.4 micrograms per person per day. Like that's not even a gram. It's a microgram. It's so small, the amount that we need, but we definitely need that. And we don't, we don't typically get it nowadays because of like just the way that the world has advanced. Um, but one way that I think meat eaters get it is um, it sits in the digestive tract of the animals. So if you're eating animals, you're going to consume B12. Um, for those of us that eat plants, we if you're not getting it from the soil, which we probably aren't, then you could take a supplement. But the thing with those is that the amount that you're getting is so much higher than the amount that you actually need per day. So if you're considering taking that, um, I would just speak with your your doctor or your physician or whoever and just talk to them about that because you don't want to like overdo it. And I'm not here to tell you how much to take because I don't want anybody coming back at me saying something, but that's just something that you might want to consider. Um, I know like my mom takes it and she's because she's always tired and she said that that's something that her doctor told her she needs. So she consumes it and she eats meat. Um, and another thing that we need too is vitamin D. So that just helps us to absorb calcium which we definitely need. And it also helps um, to a certain extent in preventing cancer. So the only people that really need it are those that aren't exposed as much to sunlight. Um, for me, like I said, I live in South Florida, so I get like tons of sunlight here. Um, but you need about like 20 minutes per day of exposure to sunlight without sunscreen um, because if you're putting on sunscreen, then you're blocking those from coming in. So you're not getting the vitamin D you need. Um, if you, you know, if you're scared of, of anything that you want protection from sunscreen from, um, obviously just don't go out when it's like beating down on you. But, but yeah, those are just two things that we would probably need. But for the most part, we don't need a supplement as long as you're eating a proper diet. Um, so yeah, those are just three of the responses that I got. I have two more that I put together that I liked um, that I wanted to answer, but I don't want to take up all of your time today on this lovely Sunday. So what I'm going to do is next week I will continue um, this topic and I'm actually going to bring on a special guest to answer the last question. I think you guys will enjoy this person. Um, I definitely will enjoy speaking with this one. This person has been asking to be on my podcast since... I had my old podcast, um, so you guys will love it, hopefully, and make sure you guys tune in. One last thing I want to mention is that I 
looked at the stats on my podcast and we are now being played in 10 countries around the world. So that is awesome. Thank you guys so much for sharing um, our podcast with friends and family members. Um, Our 10th country now is Ireland. So whoever you are in Ireland that's listening, welcome. Thank you so much for joining. Um, And just continue to share, subscribe, um like i don't know what the proper terminology is for the podcast but rate us give us five stars if you can we just want to move up on the list of podcasts to listen to so thank you guys again for your support really appreciate it um i hope you guys are staying safe you guys are enjoying your time um hopefully during this quarantine and continue to listen we will see you guys next week um don't forget the future is vegan the time